Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. What up, honkies, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. It's me, Joey Valentine, and it is June the 7th, 2023. It's Wednesday, halfway through the week. It's hump day. And I thank you so much for lending me your ear for 30 minutes or less as I try and entertain you. Before I begin, I'd like to say thank you. I should have said it uh, several episodes ago, but I'd like to say thank you to everyone that contributed to the uh, 200th episode. Let me get it out of my fucking mouth. Everyone who contributed to the 200th episode, I thank you so very much for taking the time out to record something to say on the show. It was very sweet of you. It made me feel very, very loved. I love you all so much. And I have actually gotten a response from <laughs> from Aaron, Mr. Vandy, uh, one of my... I, you guys have to understand, I have many, many friends named Aaron. Now I have two that are very, very dear to me, and that's A.A. Ron, and that's Vandy. And one of them uh, I grew up with since we was little itty-bitty, and the other one I've known since I was 21, uh, you know, like 50 years. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not that old. Don't you even believe that I am that old? Anyway, both of them are very, very into punk rock. They are both music snobs. They are know-it-alls. They are um, elitists would probably be the best way to describe them when it comes to music. Or as I like to call the blanket term, fucking hipsters. <laughs> Now, for those of you not into punk rock, you're not going to probably find any of this funny or interesting. But the thing about punk rock music, and more so in punk rock music than any other genre of music, is that people in punk rock music are always trying to out-punk each other. So in the punk scene, everyone is always trying to prove that they are more punk than everyone else. It starts off usually because we get into the music very young and we don't know any better. And what happens is, is that you try and cram as much knowledge about the music into your brain as fast as you can so that you know everything. And then when anybody talks about punk rock music, you're able to say that's right or that's wrong or I disagree. And let me tell you even more things that you didn't know about that band. Also in punk rock music, you're not allowed to make any money as a band, otherwise you're a sellout, i.e. Green Day was considered a sellout because they were always on an independent label called Lookout Records out of the uh, East Bay in California, and they put out several records and seven inches, and when they signed on to whatever major they got on when they put out Dookie, everyone was like, Green Day's a fucking sellout, and I'm like, well, no, that's actually the same exact fucking band, just with some more money in the studio. So, again, you're not allowed to make money, you have to be dirty, you have to have... You have to be anti-society, uh, you can't have a job, and you have to be a music elitist snob fuckface. And yeah, and but yeah, we all love each other, and we believe in <laughs> unity amongst the punk rock community. No, it's the most divided community at, that I remember ever. And what's funny is that after you get older, 
after you've gone through the initial uh, freshman year of being a punk rocker and then you've gotten to be more of a senior, you stop doing shit like that and then you find that it's okay to dress like a normal human being and you wear more casual punk rock wear like Vans and old school band t-shirts and you sit around saying these kids don't know punk rock and they don't know a thing about punk rock and back in my day and things like that. So I guess it's pretty much just like anything with human beings uh, that people find themselves to be in a position that they think they're better than you. I I have found that in all of the groups that I have run with and been a part of and been a fan of that punk rock music is the one that is absolutely the most I'm more punk than you. I'm better than you. I'm better at this than you are. And I'm more punk than you got to be like a, a very big like phrase amongst punk people because it, it got to be like a, in fact, not it. No one ever actually said I'm more punk than you. Like that's a, that's such a poser thing to say to begin with. But if anyone had actually said that we would have been like that, you know, but you, you think it, you know, or you would say, instead of saying I'm more punk than you, you would just say someone is less punk than you. Like that's not fucking punk rock. That's not cool. That's not punk rock. Or that's so punk rock. <laughs> and uh, no regrets. I absolutely love the genre. It is still and always will be my favorite type of music. Uh, it Like anything, it's progressed and it's branched off into thousands of different sub-genres, as any music will tend to do. As you can see, like with metal, there are so many genres of metal, like black metal, devil metal, Christian metal, uh, Satan metal. I don't know. I can't think of any off the top. Thrash metal, heavy metal, light metal, butt rock. You know, it's like it goes on and on. Thrash rock, prog rock, whatever. Uh, with punk rock, you had like old school 77 style punk. And then you got, uh, you know, and then it became like more of a, like an East Bay, California type style that came out of California with no effects and fat records and fat Mike and signing all these bands that had a very genuine uh, but similar sound uh, throughout the 90s and that became very popular and then branching off from that especially because of green day uh, you had pop punk which inspired bands like blink 182 to name one that's very big so if someone ever says to you they listen to punk rock that could be anything really um, me and the boys, we like, uh, a lot of the old school, dirtier sounding, uh, you know, poorly recorded, you know, stuff like screeching weasel, the descendants and, uh, and even a lot of bands that came over from England, you know, that were in the seventies, they were extremely influential. And, uh, at the same time that the Ramones were coming out of New York city, you had the exploited and the sex pistols and bands like that coming out of the UK. Uh, just a brief history of punk rock. I didn't mean to get sidetracked on that. But anyway, Vandy and A.A. Ron, both being extremely elitist <laughs> and two human beings that I love very much. They're both punkers. They're both covered in tattoos, and they both think they know everything about music. And I don't believe they've ever even met each other. Actually, I know they haven't. So they're basically fighting over Joey Valentine. They're they're fighting for the right to be <laughs> to be my bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna take some shit for saying that, but so anyway, uh, on the 200th episode, AA Ron had said that uh, that he was Houston Aaron, not Austin Aaron, or something like that. And Vandy didn't get a chance to respond, but he did actually respond, and he sent me a voice message to play on the show, which I'm going to play for you in a second. So, A.A. Ron, I hope you're listening when I play it, because it is directed completely at you. Uh, 
And by the way, uh, A.A. Ron is not Houston Aaron. He is actually New Braunfels Aaron. I mean, he is Houston Aaron because that's where we grew up. But he lives in New Braunfels now. So since you're in Austin, you guys can totally, like, fight it out in person because you're, like, what, 30 minutes from each other, give or take? All right. So here is the message that Vandy sent to me, and then we'll break it down. Hey, Joey, brother. Just got through listening to episode 200 of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I just want to say what a great episode. It was a true pleasure letting me bring up the rear of your podcast. I know how much you love butt stuff and letting me be the tail end of it really just goes to show you the value. Three of references to ass sex right uh, there already. I am a little confused though. Uh, sounds like a portion of my message was glitched out or something happened. But when I introduced myself saying this is Austin Aaron, not to be confused with Houston Aaron. I'm not the Aaron that likes to pogo to jock punk in cargo shorts <laughs> and flip flops while wearing a Yao Ming Jersey. I mean, seriously, who still thinks Bro Him is a good song? It's basically the equivalent of Black Eyed Peas, Tonight's Gonna Be a Good Night, but only worse. <laughs> oh, A.A. Ron, you got called out so bad, bro. <laughs> My man said, Houston Rockets jersey, flip-flops, listening to Bro Him. Not a lot of you are going to get that reference, but there's a song called Bro Him by the band Pennywise. And if anyone, back when pop punk and, and sort of punk bands like Off of Fat Records started becoming big and the Warp Tour was a thing, back when the Warp Tour was truly a punk rock thing in the early seasons of it, uh, Pennywise was the one band that would come and play and all of the jocks, like the fucking white hats and the knobs would come and watch and it'd be the one song they would know because it goes, oh, I'm not going to imitate it, but I'll play it at the end of the show. But it's just a, you know, whoa, that's all it is. There's no words to it. It's just that shit. And, you know, so whenever they played it, I guess because of the nature of the song, Pennywise, tongue in cheek, named it bro him, like bro. <laughs> and if you're wondering what the reference is to the Rockets jersey and the sandals, uh, flip-flops, that's because, well, that's what bros look like when they come to Warp Tour and punk rock shows. That's how they dress, and it's funny. And it's, you know, like when you see those memes that say starter kit, and <laughs> like what you would need, like Dallas Cowboys starter kit. You know, you need a Cowboys jersey and a tattoo and uh, white socks. And, you know, it's like one of those things. So, like, bro starter kit, Pennywise CD, flip-flops, Houston Rockets jersey. Fitted baseball cap on backwards, goatee, probably a vape pen at this time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's what Vandy called you, eh, Ron? He called you one of the bros. He said, <laughs> I'm more punk than you. And I gotta, I gotta go with him. You are such a fucking poser, eh, Ron? Just because you get bands tattooed on you. It's funny. He looks like a fucking suitcase from like a Three Stooges episode. You know what I'm talking about? Like when someone's traveled everywhere and they put stickers all over the suitcase. You know, that say where they've been to, like Paris, London, and all that. That's what Aaron's tattoos look like. It looks like a suitcase that's been passed around from bus to bus from punk rock bands that have 
<laughs> you know, not, okay, that's enough. I'm just, I'm just having fun. This is for funsies. I'm just playing. You know, I don't really think you're that much of a poser, Aaron. All in good fun. Okay, so anyway, thank you, uh, Vandy, for sending me that, and uh, I have no doubt. Absolutely no doubt that there's going to be a massive clapback from A.A. Ron, and uh, we'll get to that one <laughs> when it happens. All right, so let's get to, uh, boy, that took up a lot of time, and I don't have a lot of time, so we're going to get to one of the articles that I had for today's show, and that is the 11 weirdest sex laws in America. Yes, that's right. I wanted to find some truly bizarre sex laws. Because it wouldn't be a Fat Guy Loves Cake episode if I didn't talk about something that was absolutely inappropriate and crass. Number one, in Anniston, Alabama, if a woman loses a game of pool, it is illegal for her to settle her tab with sex. You know, a funny thing about sex laws is that they're usually passed. i got to think that they have to be passed because someone actually violated them prior to it being illegal. So... Somewhere in Anniston, Alabama, someone lost a game of pool for money, and either it was a woman who lost and decided to settle it with sex, or maybe her boyfriend lost the game of pool and was like, do you take sex? <laughs> that also is a phrase that A.A. Ron likes to use frequently when he's hanging out at, oh man, what was the name of that freaking club? A.A. Ron, what was the name of that club in Houston, that gay club that was like massive, huge gay club? I can't think of the name of it now. It was so freaking popular. Well, anyway, do you accept sex? Number two, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It is illegal to have sex with a truck driver in a toll booth. Okay, I could see that happening. Nothing really too weird about that. Number three, Cottonwood, Arizona. Couples having sex in a vehicle with flat wheels will be fined. The fine will be doubled if the sex occurs in the back seat. So it's okay to have sex in the car just so long as the tires aren't flat? There's got to be a story behind that. I should have looked up. In fact, I think I will do some investigating on how some of these came to be. Number four, Newcastle, Wyoming. Couples are banned from having sex while standing inside a store's walk-in meat freezer. However, it seems to be quite okay anywhere else in the grocery store. <laughs> having sex in the meat freezer, you make me sick. Go and fuck in the bread aisle like the rest of us. <laughs> Number five, Tremonton, Tremonton, Utah. No woman is allowed to have sex with a man while riding in an ambulance. In addition to normal charges, the woman's name will be published in the local newspaper. Well, that doesn't seem fair. That specifically says a woman. What about the dude? No woman is allowed to have sex with a man while riding in an ambulance. Huh. Today's top story, EMS man bangs patient in the back of ambulance, woman arrested. Number six, Oblong, Illinois. It's punishable by law to have sex while hunting or fishing on your wedding day. Punishable by law to have sex while hunting or fishing on your wedding. That is a very specific sex law. Number seven, in Bozeman, Montana, all sexual activity between members of the opposite sex in the front yard of a home after sundown is illegal. If they're nude, okay? Again, very specific. Okay. Sexual activity between members of the opposite sex in the front yard of your home after sundown is illegal. 
if they're nude. So what? You could <laughs> going through the zippers? What are you guys doing? Y'all doing a little dancing in the front yard? Yeah, yeah, sure. That's what we're doing. Yeah, no, just doing a little bit of dancing. And number eight, Connorsville, Wisconsin. Shout out to Boys in the Woods podcast. It's against the law for a man to shoot off a gun when his female partner has an orgasm. I don't think that one needs any explanation. Obviously, a man busted a nut and he <laughs> set off his firearm in celebration. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> I don't have a sound effect for a gun. Damn it. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Retard. Number nine, Utah, sex with an animal, unless performed for profit, is not considered sodomy and therefore is legal. So, in Utah, you're allowed to bang animals unless you're getting paid for it. Interesting to know. Uh, For a friend named Lafayette. Number 10, in Oxford, Ohio, it's illegal for a woman to strip off her clothing while standing in front of a man's picture. That is very specific and very odd. So what do you do if you're going to get changed? You got to turn the pictures all around. Okay. And finally, number 11 in Minnesota, it is illegal for any man to have sexual intercourse with a live fish. Uh, okay. All I can see in my head right now is a fish, you know, like taken out of water and it's doing that thing with its mouth where it's like gasping for water, you know, and someone's like, you know, I could stick my dick in that <laughs> because men, you know, all right, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. I got to go to work. Uh, thanks everybody for listening and I'll catch you guys on Friday. Hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please keep your dicks out of the mouths of fish.